Welcome to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Our mission is to emphasize the importance of preserving historic landmarks for future generations, mental health, physical well-being, and a safe family home environment. We value your monetary support. Here's your host, Benjamin F. Diaz. My guest is an award-winning author, helping teens to build self-confidence. She authored the book, Limitless Confidence for Teens, which is a self-help book with a mix of relatable stories, with a conversational tone, practical examples, and dozens of exercises to guide teens and their parents. Let's welcome her to our show now, Ava Montgomery. Thank you, Ava, for coming on your Lot and Parcel show. I'm really grateful you've taken time to spend with us to talk about our teenagers. And uh, as we know, they're very uh, growing up. It's a tumultuous time of their lives because I do remember. So, but before we get into our discussion, Ava, please tell us a, a little bit about you, your background and what it is you do. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here. This is a topic that I am passionate about. Um, I am a certified life coach. I um, have been practicing that um, in a professional sense for the past 10 years. Um, and then I also um, do business coaching as well. Um, and so I, I have a lot of clients on both sides, um, the personal coaching and the business side of things um, with regard to starting their business, what it takes, marketing, sales, things of that nature. And, you know, um, have found that the crossover um, between confidence in business confidence in children in school mm -hmm. um, is directly correlated. Um, and so I have a teenage son myself. He's 16. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a junior in high school. And so we have been through uh, the lockdowns and um, mm -hmm. all of the things that have transpired because of that. And um, I felt that it was really important to share my knowledge um for parents and for kids. Yeah, well, I, I can appreciate that. I, I'm i a parent as well. Of course, my, my kids have grown and gone, but now I, I have grandkids. So, it, no, I can relate with what you're saying. I understand you authored a book. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Ava? I did. I did author a book. Uh, it's called Limited, Limitless Confidence for Teens. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a book that is a step-by-step -step guide on how what self-confidence is uh the determining factors of it what it affects and uh step-by-step -step ways to build your confidence um there are explicit exercises at the end of every chapter to make that information yours and really work at creating self-confidence because as you probably well know, we are not born with it. Yeah, yes. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of external factors that um, are responsible for our self-esteem, our self-confidence and how we see ourselves in the world and how we show up in the world. Yes. Um, and so 
I feel that um, there's a lack of soft skills Mm -hmm. that we're teaching our children and that they are falling by the wayside Mm -hmm. when they don't necessarily need to be. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's, that's great. Uh, And uh, there's plenty of information in your book about parents too. I understand, right. Where they can, uh, well, it, yeah, but actually, in the introduction, the first thing that I address are the parents, because, you, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in it takes a village um, and mm-hmm. that um, we are all wanting the best for our children. And, you know, we only can do what we can do with what we know. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's really important to empower parents as well because you know um i grew up in the 90s and mm-hmm. we've evolved a lot uh since then since our parents and mm-hmm. and their parents before them and so um i think that um a lot of us myself included before i went on this journey didn't have the skills or even the knowledge to understand the stuff that we understand now and that it is something that we can teach and encourage in our kids to give them a sense of um, empowerment rather than victimhood. Yes. Um, Yes. I agree with you. You know, uh, once you become a parent, it doesn't come with a handbook, you know, so any support we can get, uh, you know, put out there for parents to, uh, be able to navigate uh, their responsibility in a good way. How would uh, how would you define self confidence or self? Yes. How do you how would you define that quality? That's a <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a big question. Yes. Um, you know, I would define self confidence as somebody who is secure in who they are what they stand for and Mm. are willing Mm -hmm. to are willing to goodness it's 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 it's, that's a it's a really hard question to answer but who are willing to stand in that but also move forward in knowing who they are right Rather mm-hmm. than being led by a, a group or being yeah. um, swayed by peer pressure or anything like that. Exactly. So knowing what you stand for, mm-hmm. knowing what your purpose is, knowing who you are, developing um, <clears throat> a strong sense of really defining the things around you and what they mean to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Assigning the right meaning to things um, and, yeah. and being able to voice that. Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. And um, of course, um, as adults, we, we also need that, but uh, especially with young ones, teenagers, I mean, you, you have all the, 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 the changes, you know, they're going through the hormonal change and you, uh, put this on top where they have a lack of uh, self-confidence. I mean, it, it can be uh, very difficult. And, uh, um, I think of synonyms. When I think of self-confidence, I'm thinking of uh, trusting yourself, uh, uh, having self-conviction, being well-grounded uh, in, in, in your values and your principles. 
and that sort of thing. So I, I, I can see that where kids, uh, yeah, teenagers, they, they need that. And of course, um, um, what causes, so let me ask you this, uh, what causes the lack of confidence in our young ones today? What, what, what can you tell us about that? So, um, you know, there are many determining factors. Um, mm-hmm. It would start at the developmental ages um, and depending upon, you know, your environment and yeah. your family atmosphere um, and, and sort of the style of parenting and whether or not it was stable or not. Now, if you're, you know, my background um, and one of the reasons why this is such a passion of mine is because I I grew up in a in a situation that was very, very dysfunctional and there was mm. a lot of trauma that happened to me early on. And that shaped how I believed in myself or the lack thereof, the lack mm. of belief I had in myself. And I <laughs> I didn't have the I didn't have um the guidance or you know the positive reinforcement that was necessary for me to develop positive skills, right. Or a positive view of myself. And because I didn't have any skills and I didn't have the support around me from the adults in my life or whatever, I, I was lost. I, I, I was lost. And when kids are lost, they are susceptible to peer pressure they're mm-hmm. susceptible to early sexual um, encounters. Mm-hmm. They are susceptible to depression, to anxiety. All of these things are correlated. Um, and so we learn self-confidence first by our experience, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, and and I knew this, and I think a lot of parents sort of learn this, but like when my son was a toddler and he fell down, I never ran after him and said, oh, I like reacted and, and, oh my God, are you okay? I don't, you know, that whole sure. thing. Well, yeah. I did the exact opposite. I started clapping. I clapped <laughs> and I said, yeah. <laughs> and you can see the shift in the mind because at yeah. first his face looked like he was going to start crying oh, because yeah. he had, he fell down and whatever, whatever. Um, but, but when I, did an opposite reaction mm-hmm. he actually without realizing it reshaped the way he thought about falling down mm-hmm. right so it starts there um and and as kids get older um it's super important for us to allow them the space to try things mm-hmm. and to encourage them to experience as many things that they can, regardless of whether they're comfortable with it or not. Mm-hmm. One of the things that keeps us stuck as grownups and as children or adolescents, uh, young adults, is fear. Mm-hmm. So we stay in what we call the comfort zone where everything is, you know, we're comfortable in it. We're not stretching ourselves. We're not pushing our boundaries. We're not getting outside of our comfort zone. And when you don't push yourself to get outside your comfort zone, you cannot get over the fear. You don't get to see how much further you get to go. Mm. Does that make sense? So you're limiting yourself before you even start. So I would encourage parents to just introduce as much 
to your children as possible. Create opportunities for them to stretch themselves. Create opportunities to um, push them out of their comfort zone. Obviously, in a very safe space, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about pushing them out of an airplane. Mm -hmm. But um, although, you know, you might want to do that. I don't know. If that's (laughs) you, then you go ahead and you do that. Well, anymore, Um, the way way teenagers carry on, you sometimes wonder about that. But no, I I follow you what you're saying. Right, right. Um, and, And encourage. And I would reframe. I, with my son, reframe failure all the time. I think failure has a negative connotation and gets a really bad rap celebrate failure celebrate Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. like be excited about failing because when you fail something it's it's the next invitation for you to learn and to grow exactly right Mm -hmm. and and how many times did all of these magnificent people in history fail and if they had quit what where would we be we would be without electricity. We would be without flight. Yes. We would be without so many, the telephone. We'd be without so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's a question of really shining a light um, and challenging your thought and your belief system and saying to yourself, is that really true? Am I really not capable of doing that? I challenge you. I challenge you to do it anyway. And you mm-hmm. will find that you will surprise yourself every single time and that you will grow exponentially from every time you challenge yourself to try something new. And Mm -hmm. that will help you build your confidence, your self-esteem, your self-worth. And it creates a momentum that will continue to propel you through everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um, I can appreciate that failure. Can we can learn from that. I'm thinking as you're you're speaking, uh, Ava, about uh, my school years. I, I, I think back as a peer uh, at that time, as was one of the students in the same class. I would uh, look at some, and, and there were some issues there. I could tell, even in my age, you know, uh, I could tell there were some issues. And I look back today, and I, I mean, your heart just goes out to them, you know. I, I back then I didn't probably didn't think twice, but I knew I had a feeling there's something going on there, but. You are listening to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Please tell a friend and support the educational program by leaving us a rating or review. We thank you in advance. The mission of my guest is to help teens develop essential skills to make crucial decisions confidently, build strong self-esteem, find success, and forge an empowering path toward their future. She authored the book, Limitless Confidence for Teens, and to acquire this self-help book, you will find the link in the show notes. Let's get back with her, Ava Montgomery. Um, would you think that maybe sometimes low self-esteem, is it a mental health issue at times? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that, okay, so there's, there's two sides to that coin and I, and I am certainly not a doctor and I sure. would absolutely tell everybody to please contact a professional if you are in a situation um, where you feel that um, your child is in severe, you know, depression mm-hmm. and danger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that depression can also be learned. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, you know, and I am, and I am a product of this and I, and I had to really look at this when you live in a problem and you ruminate over it mm-hmm. in your mind over and over again, it's called a loop, right? You're mm-hmm. in a loop where everything reverts back to that negative thought or that guy didn't call me, you know, whatever it is for a teenager. Okay. Susie didn't call me. The girls are being me, whatever that is. You then create an environment where you get consumed by that thought and feeling, and then you put a meaning on it without really acknowledging or looking at it from a 30,000 foot view, Mm. you attach a meaning to it and you personalize that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you've now taken a situation, which is just a situation and you've internalized it and said, well, that means that I'm not a good person. I'm not a good person because Susie didn't call me today. I'm a loot. I'm this, I'm that. And then the negative self-talk comes in and that spirals you into a very, very negative downward spiral that spiral Mm -hmm. that can cause or start the process of depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and, so, and it's noted. I mean, it, it's noted um, in, and I mentioned, you know, I've, I've always liked to cite um, reputable sure. people in my uh, mm-hmm. research, but um It says confident teens are happier. They make better decisions. They're less susceptible to stress. Um, Teens who are unable to shake negative feelings about their worth and their abilities are vulnerable to depression, anxiety disorders, Mm -hmm. eating disorders, violent behavior, early recklessness, sexual activity, and substance abuse. Mm. Um, And it goes on to state that actually people who suffer from a lack of self-confidence will go on to joblessness, um, you know, difficult relational problems um, and a, and a slew of other things. So it really, really is the cornerstone um, I believe of, of a healthy individual. I think so. I think so. I, um, I've seen it myself, Ava, um, individuals that are just brilliant, uh, very, uh, I would say even a better average, you know, uh, IQ, uh, better average intelligence, you know, better than average, I should say. And and they just can't get to going with anything. Right. You know, and I've, I've seen that in school even, uh, from, from school, when I was in school. It, uh, it was just, uh, and I've, I've always, over the years, I've always asked myself, why is that? I mean, they're they're smart. They're smarter than me many times right and and they just uh, wouldn't uh, move forward in in and engage in anything and they were just stuck stuck right overwhelmed um you know the problem with the the way that our school is is still structured um Mm -hmm. you know the history of the school system was actually built around a factory schedule back in the day when, you know, Mm -hmm. basically everybody got out of school and went to factory work. The problem with that is that number one, we're asking our children to sit in classrooms and literally, you know, regurgitate information for long periods of time when their brains 
are not developed enough to do that. And so we're asking them to do something that they're physically incapable of doing. Mm. The social constructs of high school, you know, aren't to be taken lightly either. And so if you don't fit into those boxes that, you know, the popular kids or the, the mainstream kids in high school, and you've got a different viewpoint or you're awkward or you may not be... Mm um athletic whatever that may be it's difficult to feel like you have a safe space to voice your thoughts to voice your opinion and so a lot of times those kids that you were just describing they shrink themselves down to just Mm -hmm. make it through and not be seen and then carry all of those things with them into college, which mm-hmm. is exactly what I did. And now you've got an 18-year-old kid out in the middle, out on their own with no soft skills or n- none of those issues resolved without the safety of being at home in a very advanced environment of college. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's why you see a lot of kids in their freshman year and their sophomore year in college getting addicted to drugs, dropping mm-hmm. out, failing out, getting involved in relationships that are, you know, mm-hmm. detrimental, on and on and on. So, right. yeah. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's a difficult thing for the young ones. What um, you yeah. did mention about some of the things we need to look for to see whether, uh, they would need professional help. Uh, you mentioned uh, uh, several things, in fact. Uh, sure. So yeah. um, I would say withdrawn social interaction, yes. um, anxiety, mm-hmm. notable signs of depression, yeah. um, lack of eating, right. um, not hanging out with your with their friends as much. Um, poor academic performance is a number one indicator um lack of um you know lack of motivation um or overwhelm and indecision they're just so overwhelmed or indecisive um Mm -hmm. you know that can um be a determining factor exactly oh yes um yeah so those are things that parents need to be looking out for isolation the lack of social interaction and all that it's just Parents need to be uh, intuitive enough to see, you know, and and not not so much, uh, in other words, give attention, give attention to their. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we know our, you know, we know our children and and yeah, they, they, they do change. They, you know, this is, this is the time where they're going to change. They're figuring out who they are and, and, um, and it's, it, it's, it's can be bumpy. Mm -hmm. Um, but we just, you know, we need to just, look for the signs. The other thing I highly encourage is to be very aware of how much time your, your child is spending on social media mm-hmm. um, and on their phone. Social media is um, a, a very, very slippery playground. Oh yes. Um, and there's a lot of comparison that our children are doing with these posts and these people on Instagram, on Facebook, on whatever social media platform it is. And Mm -hmm. the problem is, is they're comparing themselves to something that is not real. 
half of those photographs are produced just because somebody has a great social media page does not mean that their life looks like that. And mm -hmm. I think we need to be very candid with our kids about that comparison uh, mentality mm -hmm. um, and really ground them in their own sense of values and morals and not look to fill them from outward yes. ideologies. Exactly. No, I, I do agree with you. Uh, there's so much uh, they want to fit into what is displayed there, but it's really not realistic, you know, so it's, it's no. dif difficult. Uh, what are what are the biggest uh, parenting mistakes that uh, that that uh, you've seen that destroys self-confidence in our young ones? Um, you know, I've seen parents who are very determined and driven. They have a vision for their children, oh, yeah. um, whether that be in sports or with a musical instrument or a specific career path. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important, you know, and 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 have high demands on on those kids for for those for those things or or whatever that might be. I think it's really important for us to realize that our kids are each are all each individuals. Mm -hmm. They are their own person with their own gifts and talents. And we need to encourage them for who they are. And, um, you know, again, encourage them despite of setbacks Mm -hmm. and really help them to understand that a setback is a setup for a comeback. Mm -hmm. um, help them to grow and learn in a emotionally healthy way from all of their experiences. And, you know, listen, we need to learn to listen to our kids and mm -hmm. not, and not think that we know better or not think that, what they're saying isn't important you know they're they're mm -hmm. expressing to us what's important to them mm -hmm. and we need to acknowledge that hear mm -hmm. them see them and support them exactly. and encourage them yeah they need uh, validation you know validation yeah. and encouragement all Absolutely. the time even yeah. in 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 the face of you know um non-successes exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've I've seen it. Uh, been around a little while, Ava, and I've seen uh, yeah. where parents, you know, a dad would uh, encourage the the son to do something or or to be something where he at one time would have liked to have been. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. right. Don't don't project what exactly. you missed out on on your children. You you still have time to do what you want to do, and and I encourage, <laughs> I encourage parents too. Listen. It ain't over till it's over, right? You That's have it. you have the opportunity to reinvent yourself at any given time in life. So if you feel that you missed something in your childhood that you want to go after, granted, I hope it's not becoming a, like an MLB pitcher, but you know, within reason, go for it. Yeah. Find yeah. your happiness too. Go back. <laughs> Do it again. Go again. Yes. Yeah, I, I've seen that, you know, and, it, and it's so unfortunate. And the kid is just so pressured and just. Oh, it, uh, it just destroys them. It's horrible. Yeah, it yeah I've seen them. it. I've, I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember uh, uh, talking to a young one, teenager, 
And yeah, I always like to know what you know what what, what their plans are for the next uh, couple of years. And I asked him point blank, "Where do you see yourself in two years?" And I was stunned, Ava. He says, yeah. uh, "I see myself dead." Oh, now, is that sad or what? You know. Well, it's, did it's, you it's, ask him to um, expand on that? I did. I did, and yeah. uh, and he, he's doing well. And, he is. Uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. The moment. Yeah. But that's a very real moment, and, and there are many of kids that have those moments and left without. Thank goodness you asked that question. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and here's the thing, guys: ask questions, be involved with your kid's life. I know. I I fight it all the time. My son's like, "Come on, what? What do you want?" It doesn't matter. I I want to I want to know you. I want to know what's going on in your life. I want you to talk to me. How are your friends? How are your relationships? What are you mm-hmm. up to these days? Like always, never stop asking questions. Because exactly. and 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 it doesn't matter if it's if it's if you're not the parent. If you have you know your kids have friends over, like be that for them too. Be that. I mean, you asking that question, that kid may have saved him yeah well i i, I he's doing well and uh awesome. so i i get along with young ones uh real well even i'm um of course i'm nobody special you know but i i take interest in young ones uh even to this day my my grown-up kids you know and their jobs i uh I get familiar with their their workmates, you know, they're by name and everything, you know, how so and so doing, you know. You yes. gotta be you gotta be in, in their world to some extent and and let them know that you, you do care and uh, want to be a part of their lives. And yes. that's uh, and that's yes. uh, that's where it's at. Ava, what are some of the resources out there for parents and, and, and teenage support at this point? Right. So um a lot of the school systems, my son's school, and I'm super excited about this, are creating wellness centers. Yeah. Um, so uh, if, you know, from, from a local perspective, you can certainly reach out to your school counselors mm-hmm. um, and and discuss what's going on with your child and see if you can get a, a better um, inside view of, of what they're like at school. Um, if there's something immediate, there's always the US, you know, the suicide hotline. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you to reach out. Um, if you are a member of a church group, um, they mm-hmm. have resources there for you as well. Yes. Um, in California, you can dial 211. Um, that will connect you to uh child and family supportive services. Uh, any department, any state that you're in has a uh, family services department. Um, you can certainly reach out to them. Mm-hmm. If you um, need any, you know, one-on-one, uh, if you're interested in talking with me, um, you are welcome to email me um, at, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I'll, I'll give you my information Please. at the yeah. end if you'd like, or I'll give it to you now. Go, go ahead. Yeah, go I, ahead. I respond to every single email that I get mm-hmm. and I will do my best to um, help with my knowledge or point you in the direction on uh, get you connected with somebody uh, who, who can help. Um, I also have a group on Facebook. It's called um, confidence is your superpower. Mm-hmm. And it's a private group for parents, educators, and teens. Um, So that's a private group for discussion and support uh, there. 
And um, of course, you know, if you are interested in sort of really immersing yourself and guiding your your teen through this and possibly yourself i've i've had many 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 parents reach out mm-hmm. to me and go thank you for writing this book i needed it yeah um i've actually contemplated been to asked to write it for adults um i might later on but right now this is where my focus and passion lies but again limitless confidence for teens um will give you a step by step guided exercises explanations at the end of every uh, chapter to help mm-hmm. you walk your walk through that with your teen and support them that way. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, actually, very, very good, uh, Ava. Um, give us your email again, if you would. My email is Ava, A-V-A, at Ava-Montgomery, M-O-N-M-O-N-T-G-O-M-E-R-Y.com. There you go. My website is ava-montgomery.com. You can also find my email there. Very good. Well, I think what you had to say is uh, it's imperative. Uh, Very important topic, uh, I think, as a parent, um, me being a parent, and there are many parents that listen to the show, and I think what you had to say was relevant and uh, very helpful, Ava, and I'm happy to have had you on the show and your Lot and Parcel show, and I want to wish you the very best. Thank you so very much for having me. It's been a pleasure and I wish all everyone the best. Thank you for listening. The theme music has been provided by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in the podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. We hope you will join us in supporting home and family through your monetary funding. For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org.